Hello everyone, you're welcome to another episode of the Musings of a Minor Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I'll be talking about Minor's victory over Tottenham Hotspurs at the Sports Stadium in London. It was a good victory for Manchester United after last week's debacle at Old Trafford where we lost by five goals to nothing to Liverpool. We saw Ole changing the system, the formation, and I'll be talking a lot about that in the podcast. The way forward is this the new way Ole wants to play? Did he change it up because his job was on the line? Did he change it up because it was the best formation that suited your position? Why are we playing 5 3 2? You know, to Spurs, why not 4 4 2 3 or 4 2 3 1 or whatever? So, I'll be talking about this after the break. Don't go anywhere. All right, you all welcome back to the show. Thank you for staying tuned. Please don't forget to follow or like or subscribe on your preferred podcast platform, The Missions of a Minor Fan Podcast. I always appreciate your support. Thank you very much. All right, back to the discussion at hand. So, we defeated Sports by three goals to nothing. Uh, it's um, a good victory. Um, personally, I don't like my United losing games for whatever reason. I always want my United to win. So I'm happy with this victory. Although I'm not getting carried away, I still, personally, I want Oli to be gone. I would prefer Oli is changed or removed from his position and somebody more competent um, to be in charge so that we can get the best, of, best out of our players because I'm looking at the performance today it wasn't the best of performances. It wasn't a vintage minor performance, but it was a good one. And Spurs were not very good today. They were very poor today. And I think that contributed to how easy it was for us to win. Yes, the team was much more organized. We played much better than we did against Liverpool. But Spurs were crap. And it benefited us. In the sense that we weren't really threatened. DJ had little or nothing to do throughout the game, you know. So, let's not get carried away and let's not kid ourselves. Ole is not yet out of the woods. Personally, the only thing that will make me give Ole any form of... Or how I put this? The only thing that will make me trust Ole again is if he is able to win a trophy. And I know that it's something that is beyond his capabilities. So I want him gone because he can't he can't take us forward. Ronaldo is no more in his prime. I don't think he can drag us to a title. So we will just get the same the same sort of results we've been having the past three years. So close yet so far. That's what I see. Anyway, back to the game. My overall thoughts on the game. We did okay. We played well. Far better than we did against Liverpool. 
and Fabre that we've done for most of the season, to be fair. Um, defensively, we were solid, but we were dodgy from set pieces. Again, in the first half, Spurs threatened. Uh, Spurs got a goal ruled out, and it came from a set piece. Um, is it Stephen Davis or whatever his name is, um, the Spurs fullback could have scored for or equalized for Spurs if he had not been interrupted by his co-defender uh, Romero, and that again was from a set piece, from a corner kick, you know. So this is not marking of a team. It's a problem for Manchester United, and Ole needs to work on this. Yes, in the second half, we were much, much better from set pieces. So I'll admit that. But in the first half, we could have considered. And it's back to square one again. Then, going forward, we were very good going forward. Um, Ronaldo took his goal superbly. Great goal. One of the best you'll ever see. Cavani also took his goal very well. Um, Bruno was involved in creating that opportunity, you know, by breaking up play, creating a chance for Ronaldo to slot in Cavani, who made no mistake. He timed his run and executed the goal to perfection. Rashford, again, his third goal in four games in the Premier League since his return. Great goal by Rashford. Um, it's I'm excited when he scores goals because... Rashford has the potential to be a great player for Manchester United, you know. And if he's taking his chances clinically like he did, he has been doing in recent times, then then my United will be, you know, will be the beneficiary of it. Okay, so we did okay in the first half. The second half, we killed off the game. And um, I'm not happy about um, the fact that Donny van der Beek didn't play. Pogba is not available due to suspension and I'm surprised that he didn't even get a look in, you know. The way, as it is now, I don't even think that's going to happen because Pogba will be back for the Champions League game against Alaves. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Against Atalanta. So, when does Donny play? As it is now, I don't think Donny will get a game until he sold in January or sent out on loan. And that's a crying shame, honestly. Um, the subs only made though, I think they were all spot on, you know. And I can't argue too much with the victory. Now, for the individual performances, DJ had nothing to do, you know. So... Wabisaka was great. Um, it was for somebody who is not uh, renowned for his crossing, playing wing back. I was concerned about it, but I think he did pretty much okay. Of course, one or two of his crosses in the first half were wayward, um, but I think he did okay overall, uh, defending and joining the attack going forward. So Wabisaka had a very good game today. Um, Ole went with a back five. Uh, I think I should talk about the formation, but I think I'll just let me just talk about the individual performances um, overall before I go into the formation. So Varane did okay too. Varane 
Maguire and Lindelof, they all played very well together. Of course, Spurs didn't really threaten Man United. Um, so, but they did okay together. I was quite impressed with Varane and Lindelof. Maguire mm, didn't do too badly. He did okay. I think they were they did all right. If you are playing with three at the back, you should be doing very well. You know. Look short to um, I think he had a better game than he did against Liverpool. I think that's partly because Liverpool, I mean Spurs were not very good today, and so. But he had a very good game. Uh, there's not much to say about that. I think McFred, they were not terrible. They just did okay. Sometimes they they didn't sort out their footing, their ball control, and all that. It was terrible. But they worked hard. They ran a lot, covered ground, you know. So especially Fred, he covered a lot of ground. And McTominay did well in the second half. In his first half, he was quiet, but in the second half, he did much better. Fred was running up and down throughout the game, energetic, had a shot on target. On generally hard working, but sometimes his um, ball control and passing lets him down, which is a uh, big problem with Fred. I don't know how a Brazilian is so poor with ball control and technique like that. It's so terrible. Anyway, I think Bruno had a good game. Well, created the chance for Ronaldo to score. Um, then he was also heavily involved in, in the second goal by Edison Cavani before he was subbed off. So, nice one, Bruno. Con- we need to see more of that. Then, uh, Ronaldo and Cavani, they did great. Um, Ronaldo, great goal. Um, excellent finish. World-class finish from Ronaldo, you know. Um, one of the very best, you know. I don't have words to describe him at the moment, but he was outstanding in his finish. He didn't have much to do. Um, I don't think he was that much involved, but when the chances came, he did the business. He did his job. A goal and an assist for Cavani, an excellent assist as well. Well-weighted pass for Edison Cavani to beat Hugulouris, you know. So, Cavani, of course, very honest, hardworking, and deserved his goal. You know. Um, so, the only problems we have is the ages of these two players. I wish they were much younger, but hey, there's nothing we can do. And Cavani will be leaving the summer, so we really need to think of the future. All right. Um, I want to talk about the formation. No, I will leave that the formation. I will talk about that later. Let me talk about the positives. Well, we have a clean sheet, our first clean sheet in a long while. And since the Wolves game, we've not had a clean sheet. The Wolves game was our th- was the third game of the season, and this is our tenth game. We're having our first clean sheet. We've not had a clean sheet. Um, we have very few clean sheets starting from last season, you know. I think if I'm not mistaken, our last clean sheet was back in May. You know, I can't recall right now in the Premier League. So, or March. Whenever it was, it's been it's been poor. We've been leaking goals like a an old basket, you know. 
we leak a lot of goals, you know. And I'm glad that we kept a clean sheet. And of course, and that positive is that we finally have a victory after five games, you know. Um, that's in the Premier League, of course, not in all competitions. We have a victory, and um, I always want us to win, even though I, if us winning means that Ole will have to keep his job, uh, it's like being stuck between the deep blue sea. No, 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 how do they say that? It's like being stuck between a rock and a hard place, either way, the option is bad. In this sense, if we, I want us to win, at the same time, I want Ole out. And those two can't work. It is either Ole goes and we have to endure some whippings, or Ole, we get some get regular victories and we have to endure Ole's stubbornness and incompetence. You know, so let see how that turns out. But if we are winning, I really don't mind if... In fact, he will get my vote of confidence if he can keep on winning and winning well, you know. But I don't think he can do that. This is just... Um, this is just peppering over the cracks. This is just a feel-good kind of victory. I bet you if he survives um, Atlanta, City, Watford, Chelsea, Arsenal... We might see the old Ole returning to type. We've been here before. We've been here before last season. I guess Everton, when he was under pressure, after we lost to Istanbul, Basekse here, we won against Everton and we went on a good run. You know, we lost to Arsenal, lost to Istanbul, then went on that good run. You know, that is how it might turn out for mine again this season. We've been here before. At the end, we'll not win a, a trophy. So, these are not sustainable. As for the negatives, and there are plenty, um, the formation switch. Only went for a back five. You know, Juan Bissaka, Linda Love, Varane, Maguire, and Luke Shaw. Now, this formation eliminates the possibility of wingers playing for us unless we want to play Jenny Satcher as wing back which I don't think is feasible you know um Wabisaka will play wing back Luke Shaw will play wing back of course Alex Ellis can play wing back and uh, maybe they'll go a lot but the wingers Sancho Greenwood Marshall what that happens to them what is the way forward is this is this sustainable Rashford too, although Rashford is can play as a striker, you know, because of his pace. But we've been hearing a lot of discontent going on um, amongst some of our players. We always preferred four-two-three-one formation, and with this new formation, it means that players like Sancho, Marshall, VDB won't be getting a looking. Even Eric Bay. Bayou is not going to be happy as sitting on the bench. He has only played one game this season. Criminal, criminal management, in my opinion. Van der Beek, two games this season. Against uh, Young Boys and against uh, West Ham. I guess Young Boys was 45 minutes. I guess West Ham, he played the full 19 minutes. But he has not had a looking since then. Eric Bayou, only against West Ham in the League Cup. 
Since then, I don't think he has gotten a looking. Marshall, in his last game, he scored against Everton. Since then, he hasn't had a kick. Jaden Sancho, in the last two games, he has not come on. He has not even played. He has sat on the bench throughout. And we all know that Eddie Cavani will go at the end of the season. Ronaldo is only spending two years. And Pogba is not going to extend his contract. So, Donovan Beck surely is going to be leaving in the summer or in January if or in the summer because I don't see Ole giving him chances to play. Even when Pogba is suspended, he didn't even get a looking. So, when will players like Donny Redebeck get run out? Really? Come on, Ole. So, that is it for me, really. These are the negatives for me. Ole is a coward. And he switched the formations because he's trying to save his job. Not because it was the right tactic to use um, against Spurs. Otherwise, he would have used it um, a long time ago. Especially when we were leaking goals, left, right and centre. Alright, I also want to talk about our set-piece issues. Yes, in this first half, we... I mean, in the second half, we, the defence dealt well with all the corner kicks that Spurs uh, took. But we are still vulnerable for set pieces. And Eric Ramsey, I'm calling you out. I know you will not listen to this podcast, but I'm calling you out. You are not doing your job. You were signed um, at the start of the season with much fanfare. Yet, Man United is regressing. You need to do your job properly. Really. You have to. Now, my submission is this. Ole is not out of the woods yet. This is a victory that will paper over the cracks and calm down angry fans. Of course, fans will be happy, but those of us who want Ole out are not are not deceived. We are not um, we are not gullible. We are not getting ahead of ourselves. You know, Ole needs to go, and I know that he's not going to go anywhere as long as the victories keep coming. And that's fine by me. As long as he can bring the victories and deliver the victories and win us a trophy, that's fine. I want us to win trophies. I don't care if it's Carabao or FA Cup, Champions League, Europa League, Conference League. Just win the trophies. If you are in it, then you win it. Not get to the semi-finals and get knocked out. That's not what I want. But Ole needs to... I feel Ole needs to go. And I also feel he's a coward. He's refusing to, what this means is that he's refusing to play certain players because of he doesn't trust them or he's just stubborn. So nobody can tell me he cannot give the likes of Van der Beek, Eric Bailly, run out. He can because he changed the system when his job is on the line. Had it been, he, we had not lost heavily to Liverpool and Plato abysmally. And we had not lost heavily to Leicester. He'll con- probably go with his 4-5-1 formation. So Ole is a coward. And he's acting this way to save his job. He has no... He does not believe in anything he says. He does not believe in any so-called 
my united way my united um culture whatever crap they say i don't he doesn't believe in it because that was the pragmatic approach that he put on today how long is he going to to play this kind of formation will he play he might use it until we get beat one team finds us out then he will have to start changing the game maybe this guy will go four four two who knows so this is my submission great victory but we need to see more victories like this and we need to improve in every aspect of our game so thank you so much for listening to this podcast i appreciate you all for taking out time to listen to the end of this podcast thank you so much don't forget to follow or subscribe or like depending on the podcast platform you are listening on so they get new notifications of new episodes that come out from me so thank you so much have a great weekend bye for now